Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Tara Kilbride. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> nice to have you back. We've done two episodes already, right? I think we have done two episodes. Yeah. We yeah. did one when I lived in Vetting, one at the Wall yeah. Comedy Club, and we're yeah. again recording at the Wall Comedy Club. Yes. Soon to be world famous. Please make this venue world famous. We're in the world famous, messy, messy, nasty green room of the Wall Comedy Club. You can't see it now, but it's fantastic. There are signatures of semi famous people everywhere. Semi famous is really generous. It's very generous. It's and very. Yet I want to boost up this club so hard. All right. Um, Yep, there's also like a pipe that's uh, covered with it, plastic that kind of breathes it occasionally. Looks up, yeah, this is probably the scene of a horror film about ready to unfold. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a bottle of um, orange liqueur vodka uh, that I finished last night Ooh. directly to my mouth after a German show because it went that well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's got everything you need. Well, comedy club. <laughs> I don't have problems with alcohol. <laughs> I just have problems with German comedy. No, we no. love comedy i love german comedy yes. i love doing it and i do just like drinking i just yeah. have a lot of fun when i drink that's amazing you're still completely sober yeah you know what i have recently upgraded and i know your listeners may not be impressed but i'm impressed with myself i've recently started drinking non-alcoholic wine and not the grape juice shit, but the stuff that has actually been distilled that really tastes like I'm having a delicious treat and I feel so fucking fancy. I love it. When I was sober for the mm -hmm. year, um, there was a comedian in the scene. She's now moved to a little small town, but her grandfather actually established the process of making non-alcoholic wine. Oh. And like, yeah, and his, his name was Carl Jung. What? Mm. Not the same young. Not the same, but exactly the same spelling. And oh, he cool. invented um, the, the distillation process or the, yeah, yeah. Um, for a non-alcoholic wine. I mean, that process is good because that shit tastes amazing. Yeah, it's like beautiful. I actually do feel like quite good while drinking it. Yeah, me too. I don't feel like a douchebag yeah. who wow. hates fun. Yeah. Why would you feel like a douchebag? Well, I mean, the grape juice shit makes you kind of feel like a douchebag naturally. But the the non-alcoholic wine actually goes through the distillation process, so mm. it has all the full flavors. It does that you would want in a sparkling wine. I think that makes you more of a wanker, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like very LA, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm not doing alcohol, but I'm doing non-alcoholic uh, sparkling wine with all the sugar removed. You know? It's no, did you see my crystals? Exactly. Exactly. Um, They're in my yoni, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't actually see them right now, but. Uh, I am doing some sweet kegels. Oh, wow. This is turning into who does that? Is it? Is it? It's not in this. Like Gwyneth Paltrow, she's the yeah, she's evil the, one. Ooh. She's the egg. Um, she's the yoni egg lady. Yoni egg. Oh, I had a whole man. bit about it. Mm. One of my uh, earliest bits. I think I put it on YouTube because I'm, I'm proud. I love. I love the bit. Nice. But yeah, talking about her whole yoni thing egg. of um, actually her whole thing of that you should clean your vagina. Oh, that you need to do shit. that it's dirty. And I was like, Bleh. oh, let's perpetuate that. Yeah, no, Christiane no. has done enough damage on that. Yeah, I'll like I'll like rinse it out. You know, I've got a little like portable bidet. You know, like a little like oh. um it's not like an anal douche because that you know that goes inside it's just something that you know you put down and you just like psh, like you fill it up and you just squeeze it and, it and it sprays water onto your parts that sounds nice yeah and, and i got it during the the pandemic the first lockdown because of all the toilet paper fear ah. and so my housemates and i were like why don't we get a like a bidet style thing so that we save on great. toilet paper yeah great on your period too right like, great on everything really right. it's like why like you know a, a lot of um a lot of asian cultures do you know pose the question yeah. you call yourself civilized when you just wipe your pooey poo hole with paper like that's not enough no no why aren't you using water yeah like yeah. isn't the ideal situation having wet ones or even better Ooh. like a running running water right right cleanliness is a big thing this is um getting back to my recent adventures recently mm. was with someone who's like super shaved and super clean you were with who 
um a someone woman, someone no okay. no no you said a woman i was like Ooh. no i know everyone's waiting for that but no it hasn't I'm happened not, i'm not waiting for it i just thought you said that that's oh I'm yeah <laughs> i'm not pushing you into lesbianism tara <laughs> no berlin's doing that yeah <laughs> everyone keeps suggesting things with us as well i kind of like that i yeah, like to I like perpetuate it, it. it's yeah, it's fun. great marketing <laughs> but um no yeah, i don't right. think it's gonna happen we're both too professional that's yeah that's the reason yeah. <laughs> and, like penises. and maybe yeah i really like penises I really like i really penises. like penetration even with like queer uh watching stuff i like the penetration yeah 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 so anyway mm. you were with someone who was very shaved oh very clean just like very sm- like i don't even know how you do that without like a proper i don't i don't know how it was with an actual razor i think that's the only way you get that ah. like they, they they you know they do the their 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 you know throat and the beard and right, then they just go right. downstairs and they keep really going. with like a flat oh man with like an actual razor yeah I have way more respect for that now now it's like oh yeah like you don't fear danger and you also yeah care a little bit oh that's that's kind of I don't know that like the thing is mm-hmm. okay I recently saw a Tinder profile with a guy who was and I was impressed and I think I talked about it actually in the last podcast but basically he was like um, my favorite thing to do is to smoke a joint and then to eat a well shaved pussy for two hours minimum. Hmm. I'm like that's too too long, mm-hmm. um, but also I was thinking about like a well shaved, and I know exactly what he means. It means like there is no ha- like it's shaved like a like you know a man has cleanly shaved his beard, right? right you know that right, like right, that kind right. of shaved pussy, right? Right. I understand that. Yeah. And I hmm. I don't like like I when I worked at the kindergarten I stopped liking being fully like I used to use like a cream, <laughs> but like working at the kindergarten yeah, seeing yeah. these little girls fannies and then yeah. in the in the british english not american right, but yeah right. seeing, seeing their little vagina you know little little flaps the little labia completely yeah. clean it's like yeah when i saw it on myself the next time i did it when a guy was like oh you know i thought you'd be like a clean shaved pussy kind of uh. girl so i did it and then i was like oh my god i'm yeah. a child i have like this weird i have a weird special preference um where like the the parts where the mouth is going to be closest to i will get those nice and clean mm-hmm. and i will really uh, i'm even starting to shave a little bit between my butt crack because there's a little bit there now oh i removed so I the hair there all that is gone yeah. but then on the the front on like the vulva area it's just really close to the surface it's just yep. a little bit to know that i'm a grown person exactly that's how i like to give yeah. it but then it tends to grow a little bit so it usually gets to maybe like almost one centimeter just before one centimeter then i trim it back again yeah we're on the same page yeah. Woo! i mean yeah. you know we support all types of exactly but the whole yeah i don't well, know no one supports my bush we we, we've <laughs> <laughs> we discovered that no one supports the big bush no i yeah oh i don't know i mean i'm not i haven't been with women but i would imagine i would maybe not like that I think um, honestly, people I, are into it. I like, when, but when you okay, so you were with this person who was really clean shaved. You liked that. I liked that a lot. I was so much more willing to do more things because really? of that. Yes, I was willing. I was like, yes, because I don't, I don't want to put, I don't want to put hairy balls in my mouth. I want to no? put nice, smooth, clean ones. Yeah. Some people really like the hair. I think it's a weird thing. I know a married couple where it's just like he's, oh, I love her shaved legs. Like they're just, they're sort of like, they're sort of woodsy people. They're woodsy, <laughs> they're woodsy Minnesota people. You know, they're listening to Bonnie, Bonnie Vare all the time and like, yeah. you know, doing like 10 hours of foreplay, which is like she's making soup and he's strumming the guitar. You know, those kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, that's just not my thing. Like, I, you know. Hairiness. I will happily put hairy balls in my mouth. It doesn't, it doesn't s- slow me down at all. Mm. But they need to have a good, like, they do. The thing is, shaved balls can still be sweaty. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't stop the sweatiness. Yeah. They need a ball dip, like the bidet. They just need a ball dip where they can just dip them in the... You know that exists? There's the a, ball, ball a ball jacuzzi? Ball <laughs> it's called the ball 
whole jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, is there bubblies? Does it bubble? Does it I like tantalize them and get them? And I've even heard that this ball jacuzzi. I want. I needed. I had a note to myself to 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 verify this. The ball jacuzzi. But that it actually makes a man um, shoot blanks. Oh, for the night. Or I for, need to get my hands on that ball jacuzzi. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, scares them a little bit rattles them up inside and then but i think this is false i think this is fake news it's gotta be fake it's gotta but wouldn't but wouldn't that just be the the thing right that like we have to take hormone treatment and men just get a jacuzzi for their balls (laughs) they just go to the (laughs) go to the ball spa that's amazing treatment have a contraceptive i'm like where's our where's our clit jacuzzi (laughs) oh yeah where's the clit jacuzzi Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was a discovery uh, for you that clean yeah. shaven makes you more um, lean more in and be more willing. Yeah, yeah. And the whole the clit, I don't think a clit jacuzzi would do it for me. Like, I mean, we're talking about. I'm just we're talking about different preferences. Like a clit tidal wave. Or- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like like a gentle like licking thing. I don't even Not- like like someone was talking about like like a sucker, and I'm like, I just don't. I just want like a nice like 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 pre- I want you to like push push it you yeah, know push yeah. it stroke it push it right. real good you know Pressure. it's a little bit of firmness like yeah. I'm not I'm not I, I don't want like a delicate little lick no. I don't want bubbles and I don't want someone to suck on it I don't no. I'm with you on these all these yeah things. yeah maybe we should be together maybe <laughs> we'd have transferable skills <laughs> one another <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I'm really glad you got some you got some D. Yeah, thank you. I feel very proud of myself. Yeah, there was a bit of a dry patch you mentioned. There was a very bit of a dry patch, and to the point where I was starting to like doubt myself, and I was like, Mm. really, I was like, I should either make a porn or hire a sex worker, and I didn't. (laughs) You know, maybe make a porn because then you'd get a little money involved, and you could probably pick someone. And yeah, but but you know, no, it was actually it was really good, and I remember like when when we hooked up too, like he was just like, I was I wasn't gonna, you know, like the first or I think it was maybe the second time we met, and I was like, oh no no no, dude, you stood no chance, like. Like you weren't gonna you, not you weren't be able gonna, to. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, so we were gonna nice. bone no matter what. Yeah, we were going to. And how did you meet the person? Um, I was traveling. Uh huh. Yes. So I went. Yeah, I was nice. traveling, and so um, and I was staying with a friend. Um, me and my fr- my best girlfriend Allison and I traveled. We were classy fucking ladies. That's where I got this dress. That's beautiful. And um, we treated ourselves really well. We got COVID pricing for all the hotels, so we were having a really nice day. Mm. And we were eating all this w- amazing food. We were doing, you know, seeing museums. We were being very classy ladies. And then one night, we were the most trashiest Americans. We went to an Irish pub, and she met um, some guys from the UK, and she got really stoned and drunk. And um, I fucked a guy outside. All, High five, baby. All on, the, all on the same day. That's so beautiful. That's uh, against so beautiful. what did you fuck? Like, what was the paint the setting? Well, there was like, there was like, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a cement ledge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was some against that. But then I was like a little, little too close for comfort. But yeah, the ocean was definitely in the background. And then we went against a wall. And then, <laughs> and then we ended up hiding in the trees like a couple bunch of couple of animals and then people started walking their dogs and that was really fun and we had to stop periodically and um then is that like him behind you or you guys like standing and fucking yeah standing um front Mm. and then flipping um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then lots of other things that aren't just you know normal you know stuff and it was amazing you were and you're sober this whole time so i yeah i find this fantastic oh good thank you I yeah. like because the the number of you know to have the the guts to really you know do in public sex with someone that you've really just met yeah 
and to have the right energy like that's those stars yeah. were beautifully aligned right right is that yeah. how you feel about it or I, I do well it was funny because Allison was like I think you're gonna hook up on this trip and I, she's like she's like kind of become an optimist like there were times where she wasn't but I really appreciate that about her and what she brings to our friendship is that she brings a, a sense of like like grounded optimism and I was mm-hmm. just like bullshit and then of course it totally happened Fuck yeah, yeah. And then you've stayed in contact with this person. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think we were both, like, really thirsty. So it's, like, a line. Like, I've, you know, I've had, I think I had, like, four strikeouts the month before. Mm. Um, Like, dates that just went nowhere? Not even dates, but, like, me putting the strong feelers out Mm. and having someone not be into it. And if you're not thirsty or if you're only kind of thirsty, again, I don't really want to waste my time. You know, if, like, if I can tell, ah, you're already you know it probably just had sex last night or you're in with so it's like mm, i'm just not as interested you know like i really want that hunger and i'll i'd rather wait for it and have it be really awesome than just mm-hmm. have like a haphazard sort of okay sure we can do this sort of thing that's just mm-hmm. me i'm mm-hmm, a scorpio mm-hmm. so i need that intensity you were both scorpions what shut the fuck up we're married <laughs> we're clearly getting married we're getting married what's your what's your uh moon sign this is important uh what can it be is, is, yeah. i forget i did it recently what can it be, what can it be? <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want it to be is what you meant to say no like like what? is it a plant like could, could it be pluto no no <laughs> no it's just like the other signs but it's like libra cancer <laughs> oh. um I did i'm a full moon you're exactly I'm like, <laughs> sand yeah. um i did my birth chart recently because i went on a date with a guy who was really into astrology astrology oh uh, puerto rican uh, brazilian i don't know he was very confusing but um, <laughs> but he he was really into astrology and he's like what's your what, what was the time of your birth do you know your birth charts do you know all this stuff i was like well i'll ask my mom and then i gave him the stuff and then he like did the research oh wow <laughs> sent me all this stuff oh that's um but I before forget. you met yeah oh, before okay we met. okay and cool we had a date and then uh but I got really like uh, I had a really big night the day the night before our date, mm-hmm. and I like I almost like I woke up <gasps> and I was supposed to meet him in an hour, and I was like, can we make it half an hour later? And he was like, are you are you okay? I'm like, I had an unintentionally massive night. Um, can we? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no problem. And then we met, and I was destroyed. And then I ended up being really sick that day after the date. But anyway, he wanted oh. to meet up, and then he was like, he was texting me, and I was just busy, and he got really intense. Anyway, really? he's a Scorpio. Well, you know, anyone who's in Australia is probably a bit intense. Who wants to run your whole chart? I mean, it was yeah. kind of a nice investment, right? It's a, it it's a talking point, right? It was nice. Sorry, no, he wasn't a Scorpio. I think he was a Taurus. Ah, uh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I say that like, <laughs> like I'm so, ah. Uh, uh, well, I did live in San Francisco for a while. You have to admit where it's just like, yeah. you know, like. Come on, we're white women. It's part of our. Exactly. It's part of it's, it, like. You know, some people have Christianity. We have astrology. Yeah, yeah. You know? There was just a lot of like, you know, conscious, intentional relationships and yeah. processes. And I would, I would look up every like every person I was ever into. I would look up the compatibility and uh, love signs. Um, Linda Goodrum, Linda Goodrum, it's love signs, and I would ah. check and I would do all the research yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't like that that pigeonholes my because I I do I think when I, I think I got into it when I was in like high school and I, I fully yeah, believed it. Me too. And then it sort of pigeonholes me. It's like oh this ex was the right one for me or this person uh, cannot work out and oh it's always going to be fatally flawed. Even though I know it's not mm-hmm. true, I get into that magical thinking sometimes. But I think none of them ever say that it's never going to work out. It just says right. these are your core problems, and with all my right, relationships, right. those have been the core problems. See, with all my relationships, there's always many 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 core problems. Yeah, yeah. Me too. So, 
<laughs> but the astrology just gives you a focal point. Like I've never been with someone who's a Cancer or a Scorpio ah. or who's the other one? Aquarius? Yeah. No, I have, Pisces, Pisces. I have a lot of girlfriends that are Scorpios. Like Allison's a Scorpio. Mm. My friend Lara's a Scorpio. Mm. We had this girl, Beth, who was a Scorpio. She ended up kind of going off the rails like Scorpio sometimes like do. do. Um, like everyone does, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pisces, though, I really work well with creatively. So if you're out there listening and you're a Pisces. Um, and you want to work creatively together. I had, that usually I, works. I had one friend who was Pisces. But like, you know, you look for those people. Like I'm always wanting to meet people who are within those cat- compatibility um, signs. So mm-hmm. yeah, Pisces, Scorpio and Cancer. And mm-hmm. it just never works out with any of them. Like the Scorpios, mm-hmm. it's usually, it's a bit bit too um, too high intensity, too much friction. Mm-hmm. And then I can't seem to find Pisces or Cancers, no mm-hmm. matter where I go. Mm-hmm. If you're a Cancer or Pisces, and you like medium to firm tongue pressure <laughs> and creative engagement, you like if you have a ball jacuzzi. <laughs> if you just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, okay, so I'm sort of seeing a, someone at the moment. Is this the? This is not the astrology person. No, 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 that guy. That guy. Like after the second date, he was like, "So when are we catching up next?" And I was like, "Uh," and he was like, "If you don't want this, you know, just tell me if you don't want this." Oh my god! And no. I was like, "Oh my god!" Next, yeah. And then he's like, what? And I was like, look, like if I'm being totally honest, and I probably shouldn't have done this, but I'm like, if I'm being totally honest, there are a few orange flags for me. <laughs> Did you say it like that? Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> like he was like, are you into this or not? And, and he's like, like, well, well, orange is actually the, you know, the color of my like abdominal chakra. And so the fact that you're mentioning. No. Exactly. No, but he was like, orange flags. Well, I have orange flags too. And I was like, okay, dude, cool. But, you know, I'm just saying like, you're asking me if I'm into this and I'm saying, am I really into this? Mm, no. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but you know, there are a couple of orange flags. But I'd be interested to meet you again and give this a try. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What are the orange flags?" And I'm like, "You oh, really want to no. do this?" Oh no! And uh, there were orange flags. Yeah, there were the things. fact that he's so urgent about knowing what his orange flags are is an orange flag, in my opinion. Also, like pushing me, asking if I'm even into this. It's like, give me some space, dude. Do you know how busy I am? Like, I wrote back to you. I'm saying I'm into it. Why yeah. are you needing to like put so much pressure on this right now? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Did you seen someone else? Yeah, yeah. That was Good. that was a while ago. That guy was um. Born like I don't know a month ago or something. Crazy. Bus, bus babe with your boots on, kicking the table. Oh yeah, I could yeah. kick this table right over. You really could. Thank you. Um, this guy that I'm seeing, I met at a club. Um, you know, it always bodes well when you when you have nothing, no crossovers naturally. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, kind of. You have different interests, different perspectives. You know. He's ten years younger than me, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's from Iran. Okay. Which is really interesting. He's been here only for two years. He's a student. Oh. He lives in a dorm room. No. His sister also lives here and he no. lives there half the time. <laughs> Have you gone to the dorm room? <laughs> See, that would be fun for like a couple weeks just to fuck loudly in the dorm room and like be like, can you bring me to the dining hall? Yeah, right. Like that would be. He awesome. took me. He took me to his sister's place, and I'm like, ah, "Are you sure it's cool with your sister?" And he's just like, "Yeah, she's on holiday." I'm like, "Yeah, but is she cool with us sleeping in her bed?" Uh, he's like, "It's my apartment too," and I'm like, uh, "I'm like, okay, let's do it." And uh, you know, it was nice, but I just felt like, you know, he uh, sleeps on the couch when she's there, so it's like, and that's not a, his own oh room. Oh my god, yeah. And he's like, "You're making me feel so embarrassed," and I'm like. Your, your situation is making you feel embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. You're sleep. You're you're courting oh. a twenty 
someone who's 10 years older than you yeah like. he's way too young for you but it could be fun as long as it doesn't get too intense yeah he's it's like kind of texting every day just seeing how i am and wanting to meet me all the time and i'm like that's it's so nice like right. after the drought of warmth that i've had like every right. guy that i've seen has been so you know keeping a bit of distance and which is fine right right but which you know i actually need that but just i really yeah. haven't anyone really want you, me being hungry for right. me right you need someone with their own independent life and yes. stuff but who can actually show kindness and caring yes that's what i like about this like new situation and granted it you know it's like super new but it's mm-hmm. like just like he will reach out and he will say when he is busy there mm. are no mysteries there it's yeah. like that's cool that's nice that's amazing like that's really how's good. your day like simple as like what i haven't how long has that been since someone actually really ca- that's great other than my friends you know yeah. i have friends that do that i have male friends that do that even yeah. but yeah 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 i've got yeah i'd say my friends don't reach out that often to see how i'm doing but yeah. that's because that's the kind of communication i establish as well like right right i'm much more of a like hey what are you doing let's get a drink you know and then we and then we talk right 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 which is good too people but, need that in-person contact yeah. but it's nice it's nice just to be like oh they, they they care a little checking in yeah. yeah yeah and it is really nice and also this guy like he really loves my comedy he's come to a bunch of my shows and he's you know super supportive and he laughs at my jokes he has expressed interest in doing comedy Ooh, that's an orange flag bordering on red yeah and that came up real quick and i was just like oh and he's like yeah you know in iran like i used to you know <laughs> oh no you know be at a cafe and it would be like kind of more of an impromptu thing but i would you know tell stories with my friends and oh, no. they would laugh and i was like oh no i was like that's great like you know this <laughs> start, start start with your uber driver <laughs> no i went like Check out comedy in English. Yeah, exactly. Right. Don't don't take that on because that's uh, you don't need to take that. No, exactly. Yeah. But it's like war. But you know, you know, he's he, he. There's no way he can start doing comedy. Like he's on a artist visa. He, you know, he's a student. Yeah, he, yeah. He can't yeah. do that. He can't do that yet. Oh, man. Um, but yeah. But anyway, that's what's happening. And there's communication issues as well because I'd say um, his English is 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 good but sometimes his german is better than his english and oh so, i like him when the english is not their first language <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds really horrible i'm just like i'll see i'll be like i don't yeah i watch some like instagram posts i'm like i don't know what you're saying but it sounds beautiful <laughs> i and there's oh. less there's less there's less stuff going back and forth it's just like nice normal the conversation things. just becomes so reduced because yeah. i know that i there's certain top like this the like intellectual debates it's not that he's not intellectual but it's like being able to really yeah, get into the, yeah. the nitty-gritty about right, stuff right. and really arguing something is just going to be not so there. painful yeah exactly, exactly with the language which i actually really appreciate because i'm realizing t- new really this is a mat this is the main reason why i think it's not going to work well i mean you needed a certain baseline <laughs> like i remember I, I could i bet someone who german was our common language which if you've heard my german it's it's Schlecht at best. So we couldn't even talk. I was like, hey, look, a duck. And I'm trying to remember the word for duck because we're going on a walk. Like, that's not going to fucking work. But but with this situation, I feel like what I'm learning about myself is that I don't need someone to be... super engaged uh you know intellectually and emotionally like i don't need that same level from every person in my life mm-hmm. you know where mm-hmm. it's like i have a lot of women in my life and a lot of guy friends in my life that i have that with so this can be this can be whatever this can be company and sex and um other things that you know lear- learning about it yeah i don't actually need all of that from one person this is what i'm saying now who knows yeah you know what i mean let's see how greedy we get right um, exactly but but i'm trying to to remind myself of that you know where it's like um I yeah I think like what the what I'm having what I'm experiencing right now is like ah oh, 
all of these things that I haven't had for so long. Like someone who really wants to see me, he's like, I could see you every day. And I'm like, I need space. Right. And, um, but, uh, but then there's a part of me that's like the last kind of little thing that I had showed me how much I am turned on by and stim and how much I really want to be stimulated intellectually in my romantic dynamic. Mm. I do. I do like that. But I, I think, I think the warmth is more important. I think I like me. Mean, yeah. You want both, right? But of but course. but I really relate with what you were saying about like someone just like being warm to yeah. you because like that is actually that's actually really hot. If you're out there and you're a guy who's an avoidant or cold, that actually doesn't turn us on. Yeah, um, right. Being warm actually does, and that's very different than being needy because I hate needy energy. I've yeah. dated some pushovers, like fuck that. But being warm when you're present and then saying, "Hey, I'm busy when I'm busy," being a boss guy and then reaching out and saying, "How are you?" when you have time. Oh, so fucking hot. Yeah, I agree. So hot. I agree. I want that, and then I want to be able to just really I, I love arguing like I I'm a, I've annoyed many people you know that are not my friends yeah by being me and enjoying a good debate like yeah, usually I just don't talk that much with people that you know I don't give my time to people that you know aren't already kind of like yeah as in like I try I know that it can trigger people how right argumentative right. i can be and right. how much i enjoy debating things right right but to be able to debate with someone and then them to enjoy it too mm -hmm. like with this guy one of his common phrases will be tamavexin which is let's change the subject oh no and i'm like but i'm not finished talking about the benefits of uncircumcised penises <laughs> <laughs> i was like what would you debate with this guy about like what would be your common language like what uh, would you it, common it moves topics between, oh common topics yeah i was gonna say the common language it moves between german and english because there are points where he right right yeah and yeah but the um but the topics. common topics well you know like i started talking about female circumcision the other day and then, oh and yeah then, yeah and then that moved Big because stuff. he's like you know, uh, in Iran, like women's rights are fucked. Like it's it's super fucked right, to be right. an Iranian woman. Right. And I'm like, try being a black woman in Africa, in a in a country where a female circumcision is, and you know, mm -hmm. I'm 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 doing this like fun debate thing, mm -hmm. not fun for him, you know, because oh, now I'm talking yeah. about female circumcision, and then I jumped it to normal circumcision because I was like, maybe he's not enjoying the feminism element too much. And then, ah, yeah. yeah, you need someone who can push back a little bit and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go and have like a heated argument about a topic. That makes sense. I actually sometimes hate that part. I hate having a heated argument about something that I find really important. I do mm. want to be able to have someone strong enough to fight with me if I'm upset about a thing yeah. in a relationship. I think this is yeah. all hypothetical because yeah. I haven't really been in one in a long time. But I do think I, w I, I would need to be able to release the energy somehow yeah. and fight about it and then be mature and come back and talk it out. But when it's like an argument about something like like political or, or hot topic or I don't know, I think I would probably just get very annoyed. Well, the thing, like the thing is, the last little thing that I had that I had in January that kind of like bro broke broke my heart a little bit when he just clarified that he only wanted something casual. Um, the thing is, we could we could argue about topics that were very sensitive to me, like historically would trigger me. Mm -hmm. But he and he would say all these like very um, triggering things, but I would be able to be present and like discuss it with him and it would never become personal it would never become you know um mm -hmm. problematic mm -hmm. and that was you know being able to uh, argue or discuss things intellectually yeah. and it not become a personal attack that's, that's something i need in the dynamic that's cool that's yeah. cool yeah i think my, my first boyfriend in minneapolis was really into that he was really into those debates and i think it drove me crazy <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the thing it's yeah. not for everybody it's and not so for everyone yeah i know for example this guy that i've, I've seen in january would piss off so many women right mm -hmm. and i know that yeah um 
I think uh, Bruno wanted to come and use the tables at the front. He said he'd come at four, and he now oh, he's coming at ten to five. Really? Okay. Working on Peruvian time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to then, uh, I guess, let him in. So let me just put this down. And I'll talk to the audience. We can cut this. Yeah, yeah. What's on your mind, Tara? Are we still? We're still running this, aren't we? Okay. Well, you have me in a unique position, dear audience, where we're alone together. Um, this isn't live, but that this, if this was, this would be the point where I would take questions from the audience, but uh, we can't. So, good thing Anna's back. I would tell you anything, though, just so you know. What I did would. you say, Tara? What did you say? Nothing yet. <laughs> you didn't miss a thing. But I was saying, like, if we had, like, one of these on, like, live streams on Insta Live where people could type in questions, I would answer them. I would love to do that. We should do an Insta Live sometime. That would be fun. Yeah. Because Adults Only has uh, Insta, right? So then you can join the, so it would be two people in and we can take questions and... I think that would be fun. I just uh, just be like the text setting that kind of stuff up. I'm always like, well, what's the best way to do it? It's not that hard. It's is just it? no, you just do it on your phone. It's yeah. actually less complicated than this setup, I think. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, yeah, because it just be lo- you wouldn't be recording it for preservation purposes. It would be f- on your Insta, yeah. Yeah, it would own you. Be done. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it sometime. Okay, cool. When we when we co-produce the show. Yeah, think about your questions, people that you've always wanted to ask Anna or myself. No one's gonna think about it (laughs) (laughs) we can only hope we can we can um did you have um yeah so i remember last time we had a great conversation about your your dildo that you you know you fucked the floor that was one of my yeah oh fucking the floor yeah i've i've gotten lazier now i haven't actually gone onto the floor primarily because my neighbors downstairs (laughs) you know i have complained so hard about them and then if i go and i fuck their floor it's like rude maybe also kind of gratifying but you know you could do it on top of the loft but I've, i've become a little bit lazier but i do enjoy the I forget what what the what the really deep, the deep uh, penetrative area is. Um, it's the, the, I think it's the A spot, right? The A spot, yeah. There's a lot of nice A spot action, and I was really mm. missing that. It really hits the A spot. Yeah, the A spot's a good one. Oh, well, it's like my favorite. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's up there. Like it takes more effort to reach it. So you know, it's yeah. a special. It's like a once every couple of every two weeks, maybe. I'll. Yeah, I, I make more noise when I hit my A spot after when I when I orgasm. Like sometimes I'm pretty like if I'm not with someone for some reason. Sometimes I'm pretty quiet. Yeah. When I'm with someone, I'm not quiet. But even if I'm with myself and I hit my A spot, I am not quiet because I can't be. It's 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 a nice thing. That's cool. Yeah. I uh, I realized that I started um, using my. I've always been against vibrators because I feel like they're vibrators. They 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 they're too intense, right? They're too intense. They're annoying. They sound like tr- they're uh, I don't they're know, super I loud. F- fucking hate them. Too. However, since I've I've I don't know, I've realized I've started experimenting with my vibrator a bit more, and I realized that I I. I will I will use I will masturbate more often if I can just hold this thing there mm. and like you know play around with the pressure but mm-hmm. um yeah so like it's it, it's more of like it's allowing it's enabling me to feel more sexual Mm-hmm. Gets with you going. Less effort. Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm going to have to use my hand like like you know rub myself the whole time I'm like 
that's too much just have a nap instead right right there there are times where it's like i'm so fucking busy right now between work and producing all these shows where i have Mm -hmm. to decide do i do i do i rub one out do i eat do i shower or do i exercise and i can only pick two out of the four or take a nap there's a fifth one i can only pick two yeah you know how stressful that is so either show up to the gig like slightly horny slightly hungry or tired yeah it's like Usually clean, but sometimes not clean. Sometimes like, oh, great, I'm not horny anymore, but I'm not clean. And I've worked out, so, you know, great. Then I need my ball jacuzzi before I... Ah, ball jacuzzi. I think that might be the title of the... Yeah, ball jacuzzi. Ball jacuzzi. I hate having to pick, you know, it's just... I Yeah, when I worked um, at home office, like home office, when I was teaching online, teaching English online, and so I'd have like five minutes between classes, Mm -hmm. what you can get done... that's amazing you're like hey kids i do enjoy i do enjoy like they were never children okay i only taught adults oh so that's better (laughs) you're like screen off screen open (laughs) oh hey that's really funny i do enjoy showing up to a work meeting having just crawled down from my loft bed after wanking one out i do really enjoy that right oh it's such a nice feeling i was like how you doing i'm fine i'm I'm great i'm I'm great great. it's great working from home's great life is fantastic yeah yeah take those little breaks in the day that's nice yeah you couldn't do that before what did people do did they do they jack off in office bathrooms do you think or were they just angry people were just upset I think people jacked off in, in office bathrooms, yes. People okay. that needed to, people yeah, that yeah, wanted yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I think that's that was done. That's that's an interesting question because I don't know. Have you worked at an office? Mm-hmm, many. Okay. Did and you I do, do that? that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Only at one job where I was particularly unstimulated. Ah, okay, okay. And uh, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what am i gonna do with this day <laughs> yeah, seriously. i'm like well i did that uh, i did that like i could, could do some online shopping i guess but i uh, i just go to the bathroom <laughs> that's really great <laughs> i wonder how common that is i wonder how common that is for women in office bathrooms again this is like a whole new world right we have work from home but before that did women actually masturbate in office bathrooms yeah like i can I only speak know. for myself i know that men did yes yes okay. i assume women did as well yeah the shame was pretty sexy you know that's definitely what was the part shame. of it. Like the idea of like if someone caught me uh, yeah. masturbating in that toilet. Yeah, like, yeah. Ew. And, and also the, you know, like your position in the company and yeah. who you're associated with. Like 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 office hierarchies. And right. The, like the social kind of uh, atmosphere. Like not social, yeah. but the hierarchy within it is very. Yeah. If you had some like badass boss, woman boss, maybe you would be like, oh man, she's fucking cool. You know? Yeah. 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 We have this yellow, we have this room in our office called the yellow room where it's like full of like, you're supposed to do yoga or take a nap or something, but there's this big yellow swing. It totally looks like a sex swing. <laughs> and like, I don't know if anyone's used it that for that, but it, to- it like, it's like the soft yellow carpeting and this beautiful like poofy bean bags and like the swing and it, it totally looks like a sex it, room so it's like a sex room and it's bright yellow so you get really stimulated when you walk in you feel like very safe and warm but also stimulated it's like kind of the perfect environment for it if i'm being honest and maybe maybe i should like at some point utilize that before you know while i still have this definitely job. have you ever had sex at a workplace i was just trying to think about that like i was just trying to imagine if i have had sex at a workplace um, I distinctly remember pushing a bartender behind a bar at a staff party, but that's nothing crazy. That's at like, uh, you know, a no, but bar. That's still it's a like, bar. You fucked at a bar? You fucked I on fucked the bar? It. No, we didn't actually fuck, I don't oh. think. 
Um, but I'm, I was just literally trying to remember that if I like, cause I remember I worked at a yoga studio for a while. I'm like, and I was dating someone at the studio. I was like, we had to have maybe, you know, at that studio, but I, I don't think, I don't think I did. No, I, um, I've done it many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also at like partners works as well. Like, um, Oh, that's great. I was working at a, at a clothing store in Berlin and, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I fucked my boyfriend in the change room That's and it was lovely. definitely like, you know, street facing. Like if you'd walked past, you maybe could have seen the shadows. When the store was open? Uh, no, I'd lock the door. Okay, well, that's nice. Because yeah. I was the only one working in there. So. Right, 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 so right. I locked the door. That's <laughs> super cool. And then that shop moved to another location. And then my boyfriend at the time there, he a different boyfriend, he was managing that shop. And then mm-hmm. we fucked in that uh, location's um, changing rooms as well. And then... Uh, I had sex. We had. I worked at a cocktail nightclub, a jazz nightclub, cocktail bar thing in mm-hmm. Melbourne, and we had a love the love lounge, which <laughs> was just begging for it. And if you like, of if course. you hadn't fucked as a staff member in the love lounge, then you weren't doing your job properly. Yeah, exactly. So I had sex in the love lounge. The love lounge, lounge. and against against the dumpster and the in the laneway behind the bar. Nice. Yeah, that was. That's probably my my proudest moment, like having sex against a dumpster. Yeah. That's just because so it's so desperate, which is like really hot. So that hot. it's so desperate. Like we has to be here it's right like, now on this now. nasty fucking just piece of shit. Push me against this, like yeah. Know. I mean, the desperation factor is really great. It's super hot. That. Yeah, that's because we yeah. could. We weren't really supposed to be seeing each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I remember fucking on a boat once, and it was like with someone who was like he was so hot, but the chemistry just wasn't working. And then I was laughing because there's this desperation factor about like we need to fuck now in this dumpster blah, blah blah i was like the only time we really fucked hot was when we were trapped together on a boat <laughs> yeah and like what was the boat situation like what kind of boat are we, are we talking like about a I'm, speed I'm, boat but it was parked boat. Oh. yeah it was definitely huh. in, in the open you know people other boaters could have seen us and Ooh. we just like we kept this like top off shirt and i just tucked on in there it was actually really really nice daytime nighttime daytime, daytime bright bright daytime bright daytime in the yeah. harbor no, um, on the water. On the water. There are other boats sort of nearby, but not that nearby. We were in like the middle of the open water. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was kind of hot. That's super hot. I yeah. would love to fuck on a boat. I haven't fucked on a boat. I'm trying to rack my mind, rack my brain to make sure, but you know, I haven't. Yeah. 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 I mean, it depends on the boat, right? Because like canoe, yacht, you know, Oof, maybe. Canoe. That's <laughs> just saying, like, I wouldn't probably want to do that. Yeah, no, this was like the smallest boat I'd want to fuck in. It was like a little speedboat sort of situation. I'd f- fucking a dinghy. I'd like fucking a dinghy. A dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my second album. I'd fucking a dinghy. No. Yeah. It's uh, a dinghy is just such a great sounding word. Like, it's, it's a just... perfect word. I don't actually know the logistics of the boat situation, but I already support it based on the word. Mm, yeah. I also fucked in a, in a restaurant, like another boyfriend's work, and they had security cameras, and I was like, I bet the owner is gonna see this oh that's that's pretty cool yeah it was fun it was fun also because i really didn't like the owner mm-hmm. like i worked at the the competing cafe across the laneway from my mm-hmm. boyfriend mm-hmm. and uh 
and we hate the cafes hated each other mm. but like we were like this you know star-crossed lovers between the cafes <laughs> oh that's amazing man the service industry is so fun for that type of shit like it such is. the like the pettiness and the clicks right. and like the love triangles feuds oh the feuds yeah there was like one little area near the university of minnesota one block that at different points in my life i had worked at like three places there yeah. like i'd worked at the cool hip cafe called the purple onion where you used to be able to smoke the purple, the purple onion. onion yeah the coffee and there used to be open mics and then i worked at the loring pasta bar which is a like fancy place with you know dress with a sense of occasion where the owner turned out to be like um, a pedophile who like fled to mexico and to, oh, whoa. so crazy all these like th- fancy theater people and then it became like just hot people worked there and it was mm-hmm. just it was, had this crazy aesthetic melted candlesticks everywhere the whole nine yards yeah. a lot of sexual tension in that place let me tell you yeah there's a couple of coworkers that i think i would have or well one in particular that i, I probably would have fucked but it didn't work out that way yeah. but a lot of sexual tension i mean everyone's dressing hot like I, I could wear this there but you know you could definitely wear like very short skirts it was yeah. it was encouraged so that it was yeah. just in the air all the time yeah that was like the the cocktail um bar jazz nightclub that i worked at it was just like oh so much uh well i had i definitely jazz. got my work worked my way through the the staff there <laughs> <laughs> nice i worked my way through the bowling alley staff <laughs> how nasty is that i never fucked at the i never fucked at the cafe the I, bowling alley mm. four and i tried to remember who one was one was like fucking kitchen dude like why tara why why uh, I, right before i left uh, melbourne i was the manager at this japanese restaurant and um you know those parties you know you know back when you weren't sober those parties and basically like the last guy because st- you're the last person that always th- usually stay like the guy that can you know stay like me- keep up with you mm-hmm. is probably the guy that you're gonna fuck just because he's the last one this <laughs> so i fucked this dishwasher nice this 21 year old nice korean dishwasher doesn't matter he's korean yeah. he, was, he was really cool uh but he was like just 21 oh no yeah yeah oh and it was like i was get- his manager <laughs> you're like if you want to keep your job know, but like, apparently he can keep up with you drinking he's just 21 yeah he could. wow i think he was drinking less than me i was it was my okay. farewell and i was okay. just like ah. that's amazing but how you- did he respond to it like you hitting on him Oh, no, it was him hitting on me and oh, me just amazing. being at that point of drunk apathy. That I was <laughs> yeah. like, look, you're the last one here. Let's just go to my bedroom. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But he was the only person that I had sex with at that job. But yeah, that cocktail bar, it was like, yeah, there were like, That's f- I think there were three. Because like you always feel like fucking your manager, your coworker. Mm. I went kitchen staff, you went dishwasher, girl. Like that's pretty good for you i did like bartender yeah the thing was i was married the whole time i worked at that restaurant oh okay and so then i left my husband everyone's like whoa she left her husband Mm. and then like my last little like hurrah goodbye was to fuck the youngest yeah (laughs) yeah that's amazing weirdest dude and he was so weird i loved him but he was such a weird dude yeah this kitchen guy was just like really hot he had tattoos all over his his body mm-hmm. he was so ripped he used to be like a volleyball player and he had like nice piercings and he was so fucking hot and i was like oh man finally i found this thing and i was like i kind of wanted to fuck him again because it I, it was it was nice and then he, there was someone that he was like in love love with another server who was way cooler and had like the also the piercing and the tattoos and i was like okay these like beautiful tattoo people obviously should be together <laughs> you know whatever that's fine you know and then they decided and then they ended up like moving together and he became like a grown baby man and she ended up throwing him out at one point and i was like oh, see wow. i knew it like i was just there for like the you know i thought it would be a nice hookup but that's great 
You, yeah. you won there. You I won. won. I won in that situation. Yeah. Strangely enough, though, like years later, he sent me an apology text because oh. I think he believed he broke my heart. And I was like, no, 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 no. I just wanted to hook up against her. But that was kind of you. You know, that's he was yes. doing like a reparation sort of that's thing during the nice. pandemic. I was like, there's really no need. You just uh, had a crush on someone around the time we fucked. That's fine. Yeah. Not a big deal. No one's ever sent me a reparation. I, I was very, I was very confused by it. Like, I'm just like, are you doing like, like your steps or like, <laughs> yeah, or, is right? this, or is this just like some weird pandemic thing? It's like, oh, I shouldn't have treated you that way. I was like, I actually wasn't in love with you. I really liked your body and your dick, but, mm. and that did, did kind of suck. It kind of hurt to, to be rejected. It always hurts to be rejected. It always hurts to be rejected. But uh, I was fine with it. And the situation played out as it needed to do. And they mm. probably have had a nice Probably had a great uh, cycle of learning in their relationship. <laughs> very, very diplomatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I fucked this bowler. Yeah. So you fucked kitchen stuff and then like actual bowlers. A bowler guy. Yeah, One like bowler a guy. bowler guy. And he had like very like thick, short. Is it this was, the penis? This was the penis. Uh, like, so chody. Yeah, really big chody. And it was amazing. Uh, how thick are we talking? I don't know. I think it might have been like this. Okay. I I don't know. And then like similar height as as the width. No, that's I the mean, definition of a chode. Okay, right? so it's probably not totally properly chode, but so it a little was bit shorter. Bigger. Yeah, Short yeah. And really but it was fat. yeah, it was really nice. And I had just gotten sober then, so I don't know if 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 anyone else has experienced getting sober. You're so horny when you stop drinking. It's just like an adjustment of chemicals. I was. I I think it was. <laughs> I was just, it was just, I was insatiable. It was crazy. I was having these crazy hormone flashes. And so. Interesting. I would put that down to just um, because alcohol isn't allowing the expression of, you know, wild debaucherous activity. Right. You're just more aware of the fact that you're horny because you're Probably. not having this outlet. Although I, I wasn't really wild and debaucherous when I was drinking. So maybe I was just aware. I of don't like, believe you, Tara. You don't believe me. <laughs> I like that you don't believe me, but I was kind of lame. Like, I, I, I don't think I was that debaucherous. Like, I was debaucherous in these very small chunks of time with, like, certain okay. people. But I, I, I was never, like, go to a party and hook up with some rando. Like, okay. that wasn't me. No? Nah, I don't really know okay. why. It just never oh, was okay. was my thing. I would work my shift. I would have a couple gin and tonics, hang out with the people, and then go home mostly. And Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I really have this idea of you that, you know, not sober terror was... A terror. I yeah. was, I was for like, I think a period of like six months. I was really messy, but that was like messy in always. Okay, and not as like, well not just as slutty, like just... slutty as well. Like, like yeah. my boss came over and I we fucked like ten times or something in one night. Like that was mm-hmm. that was insane. Uh-huh. That was insane. But I was messy in all kinds of ways. I was, I had a mattress on the floor. At the point. Hey, I had that for like five years, all right? It's yeah. Not, I don't see that as a... Yeah, you're like, don't knock it. No, but I was I was supposed to be like finishing grad school, but my life was just like, I, I just, I lost all capacity to like deal with anything in my life. Like mm. with the exception of like barely making it to work. It was just like a really rough okay. point. And at that time I was, yeah, I was very slutty. But I remember like being like surprised to see that this that he was here because i'd remember i'd remember going out for drinks with him you know and there was the the manager the manager he had actually taken my job because of some weird bout of sexism ended up Mm. um anyway it doesn't doesn't matter he he did a lot of he did he was a good manager but i was i was kind of relieved to have it off my hands but um there was it was so strange i don't even want to get into those dynamics but anyway we there was always a chemistry there yeah um but uh, he was a friend of mine and i don't think i would have fucked him under normal conditions 
Um, he kept breaking up with this girl and then going back with her. And then in between, he would fuck someone else and then go back with her. It just wasn't a situation I necessarily needed. But we yeah. went out for drinks. And then I remember coming to and being like, oh, he's in my bed. Well, here we go. And then we just... <laughs> and apparently, we had already fucked. But then we fucked more. I love that. It was so trashy. This was like the trashiest part of my life. Like, not even like slutty for fun, but trashy. But the rest of my young adult life, I was, you know, I was doing theater shows. I was, I was working hard, trying to save money. Mm-hmm. You know, I moved out to California. I, most nights, I would literally just, I would finish my shifts, have my cocktails, you know, say hi to the, the bartenders next door that I was friends with and, and go home for the most part. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I know, I, right? That's a, it's a more... Like I would say, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good to hear. I like um, an interesting and yeah. Hmm. I yeah. I feel like my my sluttiness is um, like when I'm drinking, it'll be like I get on a mission. Mm-hmm. Historically, when I was drinking, I would get on a mission and I'd be like, "Who am I fucking tonight?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's and just like, huh. yeah, mm-hmm. and it'll be like going through my phone and be like checking the bar, you know, going to another bar, figuring it out, mm-hmm. and kind of like a, a a bit of a, I guess, a masculine stereotype. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of yeah. A bit of a player. I mean, it sounds kind of fun. It is. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it has been. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and in my like, as I've matured, uh, you know, I. And since I've been back consuming substances, I'll have, yeah, as I've gotten older, I check myself and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's playing out right now. Mm, okay. What What do you need right now, Anna? Like, so you're trying to evolve from that for some reason. I have evolved from that. Okay. For sure. Because it's, you said like, what do you need? It was like meeting a need for you? Yeah. It was definitely like the filling the void in the most ah, literal and figurative way. Right. Right. Yeah. Filling the emotional void or filling the... Yeah. I feel wanted void or yeah the feeling wanted I guess yeah mm-hmm. um yeah by being filled and um but yeah that that's something that I definitely mm-hmm. was doing more that was more like my early 20s right mid 20s right. but I go through then I can go through waves of it and you know I will sometimes like I think what I used to do is I would pick them out and like let it build for a few months like a Scorpio like the mm-hmm. coffee shop barista yeah, like I've got, I have my like subconscious eyes on a few people. That's cool. Um, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to like actively seek them, but right. I'm aware that I'm interested. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if I, yeah, I, and I think I've said this a few times recently. I'm just, I'm starting to wonder if I, like, if I could be monogamous and if I could have a monogamous relationship again. Uh huh. So on some hand, you don't want to play the game to fill the void. On the other hand, it feels like a natural part of you that like, yeah it's like a seeker and mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess yeah i'm just very flirty and very like yeah. i always want something new and different yeah and That's if it's a, consensual and fun you know yeah, if it's course. not harming if it's not keeping you away from meeting your other needs you know like exactly exactly but right. you know that said like um i love variety but i also really love depth in a relationship and be able to trust someone and you know all right these things. i just haven't right. met someone where that's possible or you can have both mm-hmm. yeah exactly Totally, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Well, I hope you find the right person for that because that feels very feasible and, and awesome and desirable. Well, according to my astrological Maybe chart. I'm just kidding. What was that? Maybe she's right here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, maybe. <laughs> we can both fuck you, other people. It's fine. You know how sometimes you're like, is this is the right person for me right in front of my face and I've just been ignoring them? Yes. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved it though. No, I've never thought that. No, you've no. never thought that. I sometimes have those moments of like, am I just uh, like um, prejudiced it's, against this person that's it's, like really there and could clearly be Bruno. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's got a girl. I know. And even so. But no, I, I, no, I've never thought that. Okay, I have moments where I'm like, is this the person that I, is this the person I should consider? And I've just been, you know, close you know, to? No, because like I have a lot of male friends that are very sweet and kind and I go for the shallow stuff. Yeah, me too. Sexual attraction. Me not? too. I yeah. I like. I know if I have chemistry with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that. Que- it's, there's also that subconscious question of: Is the chemistry always just based on like wounding and the fact that it's going to be just Often, plain? Often, yeah, and, yeah. Holy and shit. And maybe it's not a good person well, because yeah. of the like. Maybe chemistry is actually what I. If I have chemistry with someone, that's who I should avoid, and I should be looking right. to be with someone who I don't but have chemistry. I think there's with. levels. Like I want yeah. like a nice medium level of like chemistry. I want it to feel like a like a jacuzzi level of you know, like a ball jacuzzi. Like a ball jacuzzi. <laughs> Claiming that just in case you needed it hit over the head again. That's how I deliver punchlines. Okay, no, it's um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an evolution. Um, I'm gonna tell some stories tonight. It'll be great. I'm, I'm excited. Try stuff. I'm just gonna tell. I'm gonna yeah. We'll We've start heavy. We'll just boom. Oh yeah. great. So yeah. we'll hit him over the head with a punchy punchy, and then yeah. we'll we'll tell stories. It'll feel like story hour, and I'll and feel we'll it. If there's anything faces. there, and then we'll squirt on their faces. Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to evolve. Um, I'm trying to be more personal and vulnerable with my comedy. This is another conversation. What were we talking? We're talking about the um. If anyone's in front, yeah, no, a medium level of chemistry where Mm. it's like it's there, yet you can have some like intensity, but it's not, it's not insane. Yeah, exactly. You know, the insane insane stuff has got to go. And yeah, yeah, if there's nothing else there but that, I I won't fuck with that because I know I'll get knocked off kilter, you know, unless it's, you know, maybe just like a one-time thing. But again, that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. But my astrological, you know, my horoscope for 2022 is that like 2020 and 2021 were like, everything's gonna be so great but you're gonna be very alone you know like no love for you and then 2022 is like Mm. shit's gonna go well and then you're gonna meet an extraordinary love like towards the end of the year and i'm like okay wait is that for all scorpios yeah oh (laughs) i'm so excited i know we're gonna find the person i do do you have to have hope here's a question because like Mm. i have come to a point in my life maybe several years ago I mean, I was like ready like a long time ago to have like a deeper relationship. Who knows if I fucking was. But now I've come to the point where I've really let go of that idea and realized that I might just be alone. And so do I have to believe somewhere in the depths of my heart that someone could love me and want to be with me and me the same? Do I actually have to have that hope in order for it to happen or can it like surprise you? This is a philosophical question. Yeah, I think um, often when you lose hope is when it surprises you. (laughs) Right. Well, I definitely don't have hope, but I am having more fun this year and I'm a lot more open. Yeah, the say. hope thing. I like. I think you know, in terms of Buddhism, hope is um, is not so useful. You know, right? But um, just being happy with the present and whatever, right? And like knowing right. that you're you know full of greatness and, and you you're, 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 you love yourself and being yeah. grateful. I've been practicing. Yeah, I had like a bit. Yeah, yeah I need. I was practicing gratitude earlier today because I got into my head about some negative thinking, oh, all about myself. Me too. But um, I was really negatively thinking this morning, and then I just like, hey Anna, you give this advice to everyone. Else how about you only compare yourself to where you were at yesterday and right right i was it's very like, angry with myself because i was just like why am i comparing yeah. myself to I'm s- others so much better so much better than i was a year ago but then sometimes yeah. when you feel like you take a slight step back you're like oh man but then you're like oh but i'm working my my edge curve so like it's a good thing yeah. but like god damn it tara like you should just 
be awesome all the time. And it's, it's like, that's not realistic because then you don't fucking grow. Exactly. Exactly. So nice self-talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my friends will just tell me to do that and I'll be like, mm, how about not? Like, but I'm glad you think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, um, yeah, I, I like my mom's always like, have hope, Anna. And I'm like, hope can get fucked. I, I don't agree with hope as a thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, we can argue it philosophically, but I think really just being present and enjoying where you're at now, mm-hmm. you know, you can die in the next, you know, yeah, yeah. half an hour. Or so. did, did we talk about the last podcast that everything switched when I really embraced where I was? And like, this is when I was still working at that bowling alley. And I really, <laughs> you really just had a lot of gratitude for all the, the bowling dick I was getting. No, yeah. no, I just, I felt like I started to love my job, even though it was just like, a, you know, I was wiping up tables and people were drinking a lot you know it wasn't glamorous but it was because i made it fun and i was full of gratitude and it changed everything and i need to remind myself of that periodically because i've come so far even since i've moved here and yet i still feel like i'm not where i want to be and that is a death sentence yeah and you can't you can't and i look at my apartment i'm just like i need to do so many things and i look at my comedy career i'm just like ah but it's you know it's all works in progress and i'm enjoying the present and yeah. it's like stop getting ahead and com- like yeah you never gonna be new stresses and it's never gonna you're never gonna get to the perfect point you're not going ever to. ever yeah, you have to have fun you have to be enjoying now the two people that are in the audience tonight are gonna have so i'm gonna have so much fun with them me too they're my favorite i'm so grateful that me, they're gonna I'm be so here. grateful all right we're gonna wrap <laughs> it up so that i can pee and then do the door oh yeah thank babe, you thank you so much absolutely for coming. it's been so lovely Yay. Let's well that has been adults only comedy berlin thank you so much it has been thank you yay yay Yay. bye okay bye